steering wheel of her little Lexus SUV, like that was going to increase the odds of her finding the hair salon. Tennis matching it between the road ahead and the lineup of ritzy shops to the left, she shook her head. The real question is, what the hell am I doing? As she trolled down an Epcot center of luxury boutiques, she was out of her element. French bedding, Italian shoes, English stationery. Clearly this part of Caldwell, New York, was not only worldly, but capable of supporting these Triple H places. High-end, high-brow, high-cost. Huh. Might be worth a good gander sometime, just to know how the other half lived. Not gonna happen now, though. She was late, and more to the point, it was 7.30 at night, so everything was closed. Made sense. The rich were probably sitting down in their crystal-strewn dining rooms doing whatever Bruce Wayne did when he was out of his Batman costume. Plus, the environs made her nervous. Yep, lesson learned. Next time she decided to get her hair done, she was not asking her cousin, the one who was married to a plastic surgeon, for a reference. Kate hit the brakes. Gotcha! Yanking an illegal U-turn, she parallel parked at a meter that didn't require plugging and got out. Burr. With a shiver, she pulled her lapels in tight. Late April and upstate meant that it could still get cold enough to count as February in more reasonable places, and as usual, the winter was hanging in strong, like a house guest with nowhere else to go. I've got to move somewhere. Georgia? Florida? Maybe relocating could be the crowning glory of her year of reclamation. Tahiti. The hair salon was the lone still-open standout on the block, its interior lit up bright as daylight, and yet there didn't appear to be anyone inside. Stepping through the glass door, the air was all sweet perfume with an undertow of chemicals, and the discordant, wavy music was way too sophisticated for her. Whoa, fancy. Everything was black and white marble, the dozen or so stations spick and span, the row of sinks with their Liberace leather reclining chairs like some kind of napping center for grown-ups. On the walls there were framed larger-than-life headshots of models rocking Zoolander's blue steel, and the floor was shiny as a plate. As she walked up to the reception desk, her sensible shoes made a squeaking sound, like all that Carrera didn't approve of them. Hello? Rubbing her nose as it kept tickling, she thought, for the love of God, the thing needed to sneeze or get over itself. A lot of mirrors, which made her truly uncomfortable. She'd never been much for looking at herself, not because she was ugly, but because where she came from, that kind of thing was frowned upon. Thank God her parents lived out west when they weren't traveling. No reason they'd ever know she'd set foot in a place like this. Hello? She went deeper into the interior, checking out the island in the middle that was obviously where they mixed the colors. So many tubes of various hues of blonde, brunette, red, and some of a more Crayola spectrum. Blue hair? Pink? Maybe she should blow this off. The man who came out of the back was thin as a shadow, those shrink-wrapped black jeans clearly helping his toothpick legs keep him upright. Are you the kid, Douglas? he said in an accent that she couldn't place and could barely understand. Uh, yes, I am. As his dark, dark stare narrowed and locked on her hair, it was like a doctor eyeballing a rheumatic patient. And though he hardly looked like a serial killer, something about him made her want to turn and bolt for the door. Her skin was literally itching for her to get out of here. 
and this time it didn't have anything to do with her family's fundamentalist value system. My chair is this over here, he announced. At least, she thought that's what he'd said. Okay, yep, he was pointing at one of the stations. Now or never, Kate thought, glancing around and hoping to borrow some courage from something, anything. But nobody else was with them, and that trippy electronic music bubbling overhead made her brain spin. Worse, rather than being inspired by those photographs, all she could think of was that people really didn't need to take what grew out of their head so seriously. Wait, that was her mother talking. Yes, thank you, she said with a nod. Following his lead, she sat down in an incredibly comfortable leather seat, and then she was spun around to face the glass. Ducking her eyes to her lap, she jumped as he burrowed his surprisingly strong hands into her hair. So what are you thinking? he asked, which came out as something close to. So what you thinking? This is a bad idea, is what she was thinking. Kate forced herself to focus on a reflection. Same deep brown hair, same blue eyes.